This is Vic from your friendly neighborhood show. Chew on this, a Nerd United podcast. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, it's at Chew on this podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Chew on this pod. We're active on all three social media sites. And it's not just podcast episode announcements, but it's also memes, nerd news, and any special events the show might be at. Now light some candles, pour a glass of wine, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 342 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. All right, well, you guys remember a while back we um, we did a review for Mulan with uh, Alan um, from uh, Film Threat. And uh, so we were talking, and he actually invited us on for his show, um, uh, for for Film Threat, their their YouTube channel. So, yes. um, so this is a pretty special episode for us because we're going to be featured on somebody else's show. Normally, if we if we do something like this, we kind of split the audio. Yeah, and you know, like the last time I did with Distance Nerding, but this time it's all about uh, being on Film Threat, uh, but. So if you want to watch the video, we're going to, I'm going to link the YouTube video that actually at this point in time, you probably, the video already is on our social media. Uh, but this is the, this is the podcast version of it. So this is just yes. a small intro. Um, but then from here on out, you're going to just hear us on, on, on film threat. Um, and, uh, we are here to review Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings. So absolutely. It's it's a long time coming. And to have Film Threat uh ask us to be on their show, that's that makes it even sweeter. Right. And what makes it even sweeter is Shang Chi came out on Vic's birthday. Right. What up, bitch? So <laughs> so uh and I guess it's it's tearing up the box office, so that's that's awesome. Right. So um that's basically it. We don't want to spoil anything here in the intro. Um I think Alan does show us up a little bit, so make sure you check out the video because his production <laughs> value is a little bit better than ours. Uh, I know. I'm like, we need to go back to school. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you get paid to do, you know, stuff like right, this. Right, right. You know, Alan get, yeah. Alan, the only difference between the three of us was Alan was getting paid to review this movie. Right, he has like nice intros and outros. Yeah, he even he even cuts you off in the middle. <laughs> oh yeah, at the end. That's so amazing. Yeah, he's like, I'm I I'm done getting paid for this shit. So <laughs> shut this down right now. So yeah, so make sure you check out the video if you're just listening to the podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, enjoy our review of Shang Chi. Yep, enjoy. I'm Alan Ng. I'm with Vic and BJ from the Chew on This podcast, and we just saw Shang-Chi. Well, first of all, can I just, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but oh, no problem. you just showed us up with that damn intro. We don't have <laughs> anything like that. <laughs> now we got to make one. Yeah, I know. I'm literally watching it go on. I'm like, oh shit, that's pretty good. I'm like, 
I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, our, our podcast is a joke. <laughs> yeah. You get some good guests on your podcast. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, they, they say, and they have one thing in common. Nobody has ever listened to our show. That's why we agreed <laughs> to come on. Nobody has one stipulation. Have you heard of us before? No, no. come on the show. <laughs> They've ne- they never have listened to us. And that's like how we got our first gig at a convention too. Oh, yeah. Like we were 24 episodes in and I got this gig for us to interview like all the guests. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, did you listen to our show? And she's like, nah. You're in Sacramento. Like, you're fine. I was like, you're good. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's do it. Now you haven't had Simu on your show though. Oh, no. 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 no, no, no this no. is dad. All right. Yeah. And, and, and kimchi too. Oh, cool. And, all right. Yeah. 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 I don't think uh, we'll get Jung anymore. <laughs> that ship has sailed. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. I know. Especially after this movie. Yep. So. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's just get into it. Um, yeah, we just we all just saw Shang Chi uh, today, and now we're talking about it. And uh, you know, I I get very sweaty when uh, when the all Asian movie comes out in the theaters because. The tradition is they're generally bad, and then big Hollywood doesn't want to ever make movie with Asians ever again. Right, right. And so we uh, we got lucky with Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, I mean, it it was good, but like it was a typical rom com. Which uh-huh. in my mind, I was like, "Hey, if Julia Roberts can keep putting out the same fucking movie over and over again, <laughs> like we can we can enjoy this for what it is." Yeah, you know. And, I, and I, and I, it was actually good. It was, it told a good story. It, it was very, uh, Asian, if not Asian American. And, um, you know, I think, I think the box office kind of, uh, you know, said it all at that right, point. Right, right, right. All right. So, uh, so yeah. did, uh, Marvel hit or miss with Shang-Chi? Oh, you go first. Oh, you yeah. bastard. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. And please okay. be uh, okay. culturally descriptive if you can. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, white boy, how is this movie? Yeah. Um, I'm You're the be, minority on this one. I, I'm really going to be brutally honest with you guys. I, I, I didn't like it. Um, really? Okay. Uh, let me backtrack a little bit. The first hour had me hook, line, and sinker. Bucky loved every second of it. The last hour... When they for, went into for, the ta- for ta- me, once they did, it was just like um, uh, all CG and like uh, okay. So this is like the, the whole last battle thing mm-hmm. reminded me of like, and we've made fun of this before, Vic and I, of like how there was like this string of movies that would just throw like CGI garbage in the air, like uh, X Men Apocalypse and uh, the, the first <laughs> Suicide Squad and the Independence Day, the new Independence Day. All of them ended with shit just like and even uh the the what do you call it, the transformer movies with the robots fighting and all that the last like half hour man i could not i just couldn't concentrate and i thought it was just so heavily cg and i didn't like it i loved the personal stuff at the beginning i the the fighting sequences at the beginning were amazing yeah. and then that last half i just don't understand why they threw away that game it's like a football team that's that's scoring every drive and then the second half they come in they're like let's just not do that game plan anymore let's just hang out and do this game plan and then they end up losing the game that's how way it felt like to me i thought the movie was okay that's just me again 
totally me and it has nothing to do with cultural stuff it has everything to do it has I think it everything does. it sounds like it does <laughs> no it has everything to do with all that cgi shit yeah. i just can't i can't i like more personal and heart and all these things and and they you know but that whole fight sequence thing i didn't you like you do realize that at the end of the last hour of Endgame is completely CG'd. Yeah, well, but see, yeah, again, there's literally like, nothing there. Yeah, but you know how many? Yeah, I mean, but you had all I, your I, superheroes I will, I will, there. I'll defend you a little bit in the sense of yeah, there, there's a lot of visual stimulation going on, and it's it was it's 100% really hard, really hard to keep. In, like not just interest, but like understand what's going on with those dragons fighting and all the the flappy things <laughs> flying around, and yeah. and I like it when there's actually human on human fighting. I don't like this, and even in Endgame, there's all these aliens, and but but because you had all your heroes, it was kind of exciting in a way. But like yeah. I'm just getting to know these people, and I that first hour I loved so much. Mm-hmm. I w- I wanted more of that, and then as soon as I got just completely too see I don't want to say like too mystical it like too um I think it was honestly I think it was like a lot of that CGI stuff just yeah bugged, bugged the shit out of me anyway yeah. but that first hour man I was so into it I was so I'm like oh thank god like this is exactly what I wanted and, and the martial arts I thought Simu was awesome and I wanted more stuff like that little fight with him and the death dealer. I was like, Oh, I want more of that. It was like yeah. so fast and over with. And I'm like, no, I want more of yeah. that. And yeah, um, I, anyway, yeah. yeah, let me, I'll, I'll go into my, my feelings about it. Uh, you know, we just talked about the trepidation I have for Asian, Asian movies made by big American companies. And, and thankfully uh, they got it right with this one. I, I enjoyed the movie from beginning to end. Um, you know, the, the one thing that Marvel has going for it, is, uh, unlike DC, is that, you know, Marvel has a lot of flexibility and freedom when it comes to these characters that nobody really knows about, as opposed to Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, where you have decades of folklore that, that people have. And so, quite frankly, you know, uh, I had, you know, when I was collecting comic books as a kid, I had maybe two issues of Shang-Chi, or as I called it, Shang-Chi, and... Um, and the only reason I had those two issues was because they were in the, you know, dime box at my comic book store. You know, this is, this is the thing is when they announced Shang-Chi as the next, uh, you know, as being part of the Marvel universe, it was like, well, I, I don't care because I don't really know this character. And, and, you know, I, I know zero about it. And, and that's what I liked about this was, you know, just kind of trusting Marvel to say, all right, take this character, interpret it how you want, and tell a story that feels not only authentic to me as uh, as a Chinese American, but also authentic to me as a Marvel fan growing up. And mm-hmm. and I think it really hit that. And and I do like the family dynamics. And um, I was going to say, you know, it, <laughs> if anything, this this movie felt like Star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. So, Vic, what did you think? Um, I I was. I'm you too. Like when it comes to Asian movies, um, like I was nervous about Mulan. We had talked about that. Yeah. You had been on our, on our show for that one. And I was nervous about Mulan when they announced the director. Then I saw the writers and I saw mm-hmm. the producers and I was like, this doesn't sit well with me. Not that, not, not only because, um, you know, they're, they're not going to understand that culture or do things that are a, a nice nod, like like Shang-Chi did in this movie where like 
it didn't have to like make a red light district nod to Asian people or Chinese people actually. Um, it just was like when I saw the, the lion at the end of that movie, mm-hmm. like I have seen that lion so <laughs> many times on calendars, on, you know, uh, Chinese New Year stuff in restaurants. Yeah. In my, in restaurants on the street. Right. Like in, in New York City, Chinatown. And they're just there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just there. And I'm like, Oh my God. I've never imagined what these things look like if it was real life because, you know, you always see them in gold or green or red, right? right? Statues and right. They don't move. They're usually made out of cement if they're in front of the restaurant. Right. Yeah. And they just always was there. I never really watched anything that was Chinese that had, um, that in it. Right. Like at all, like even a a shitty version of it never had saw it. So when I saw that, it was like, um, Remember that scene in Ratatouille when the when the when the food critic tastes the ratatouille and he goes all these memories just come shooting back yeah. to him as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I saw that lion, all the places that like I'd ever seen it just came flashing into my mind. Like the restaurants, Chinatown, outside this dim sum yeah. place, two the two statues, like it just kept flooding like just a shot of memory of 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 my childhood. And I was well, like, it, wow, that's amazing. I mean, that's the thing is like, I mean, we have a memory that's very, you know, very tangible, but it's all, you know, it's all human representations of that. But to see it actually as a living, breathing creature, I mean, I believe that's your point. It's, it's, it's more than just memory. It's like, it's completing a lot of empty spaces in our minds as to what these things look like and how they acted and what they did. And, uh, you know, even the dragons. Um, although I will say, uh, very reminiscent of Raya. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's like okay. I mean, that final battle scene you're talking about. It's like I think that happened to Raya as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, you maybe. know, <laughs> well, I, I, so I had the exact opposite reaction. And did any of you guys see this in IMAX, or was I the only one? I was in IMAX. Okay, yeah, I, I like real, it. real IMAX or FOMAX? Uh, no, it was real IMAX. All right, that's good because I hate those FOMAXs. <laughs> Um, but so I was in a real IMAX and I didn't get that same confusion. Like I've been to IMAX and saw Transformers and I couldn't remember if Ironhide was fighting blockade or whatever. You know, I couldn't, I didn't know. But in this, surprisingly, with all that shit going on, I knew exactly what was going on. I don't know if it was because I saw it in IMAX, but there were so many details that I don't think I would have seen in a normal theater. Like the, just the, the way the suit looks, like when it's on him. You know, he, he oh, pulls yeah. the, he pulls the case open and he, you know, it's obviously dragon scales, but in the, in the, in the trailers, it just looked like this weird latex thing. I'm like, all right, yeah. that's kind of lame. But then when they showed the details of it, I know the texture of it. Yeah. I mean, texture, really yeah. Felt that texture. And I could see it on the IMAX where normally I wouldn't see it on like a normal theater, yeah. but I saw like all the ripples when he was fighting. I was like, all right, this is fucking badass. Cause well, like even the, the t-shirt. Even in the water room, that, that was an amazing scene. The, the, just the CG effects on that. And then, and then to kind of go through the map room, uh, even, I mean, it was just, it, it was, it's, to me, this was such a beautiful movie compared to all the other Marvel movies. Uh, you know, BJ, you talked about the opening fight scene, the, the love fight, so to speak. Um, you know, it was like, oh, I'm watching, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but done or hero and perfectly, yeah, oh or like the movie Hero, right? Like yeah. with with uh, Jet Li, like um, that's what I thought about uh, when I was watching that scene. Yeah, I was like, shit, this is like 
this is like gorgeous, like Asian kung fu right here. Absolutely. You know I mean? It's, and then, yeah, and the fight between, you know, the, the parents, it, it was, I don't like, wow, this is, I, my daughter was vomiting in her throat just because of all the love going on. Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, that's how good it was. It made a teenage girl vomit. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love that fight. I mean, the, the fight that introduces him to you know his friend his friend's like whoa how'd you do that whole fight scene on the on the bus was just breathtaking i'd never seen anything like that i mean i was just blown away and i've seen fights on buildings with things falling down and all that but i thought that was awesome i mean the whole fight there and um and then the fight with his sister. I mean, there was a lot of good fights where mm-hmm. I was like, there's like emotion behind this or there's like really cool action or yeah. all these things rolled up into one. I said, I just had a problem with the end because th- that kind of emotion. And I mean, to me, again, I don't know how, I mean, you guys felt, you know, different ways about different things. Um, I was trying to look at it as like a, a just a movie, you know, and um, maybe that's a problem. I don't know, but it's that that last sequence just it just kind of took me out of the thing. I was like, "What is going on?" There's all this stuff flying around, and I had a hard time like distinguishing what was happening. Yeah, but I mean, only, I, I will it, say it just pulled the, me out. That that was all. I mean, the big thing. I, I will say to to your point, it, it to me it was the uh, when it got into the water and the I don't know if there's a water dragon in there or or something, but those water effects in that final fight were it, it was just a lot of visual stimulation going on at that point. Right. And then you had it obscured by the water, these, these two dragons. And, and I was like, okay, uh, what, you know, took a while to figure out just what am I looking at? Right. Mm. I didn't, I no. didn't have, I, I didn't have that issue. Like I thought, I don't know. Um, I, I, I didn't have trouble tracking it. And I thought because I didn't have trouble tracking it, I thought it was like, I thought there was so much going on, but because I guess I, I picked up on it. And mm-hmm. didn't have a problem. Like it was fucking amazing to me. The problem with a lot of these movies is that when they come full fledged into the final sequence, it's always a big CG thing, which this is. Yeah. But because the movie had set up so much magic and I mean, the first time you see him fight the mother, right? Like they're flying in the air because of what they're able to do. Mm-hmm. Like there's a reason, there's a magical reason behind it, right? So when the dragons and the lions and all this shit. I didn't know anything about fucking Morris. I don't know what that was. I, <laughs> I still don't. Uh, so like, I don't know if that was Asian or just or Chinese or just for the movie, but I've never seen that type of creature. I'd seen the other ones. Well, not the, not the bad, the, the, the creatures, but like, you know, again, the lion, the dragon, the dragon, is, yeah. the dragon is straight out of a fucking restaurant too. Yeah. 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 Right. It's always a two, it's a dragon and a Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, so, I mean, that's basically what I think I would have to imagine, like what women felt when they saw Wonder Woman, what black people s- saw or felt when they saw, you know, uh, Black Panther. You know what I mean? Like those are the little nuances that, yeah, if you didn't grow up with it, you know, you're, you're not going to get it. And, and that's why, that's why you get an Asian or Chinese director to direct Chinese folklore. Yeah. And to write it for crying out loud too. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, um, and you know, and, and you, and you know, that first hour you're talking about where he's in San Francisco with the family and it's like, okay, yeah, 
Uh, I've been here before. Yeah, <laughs> I've been at this dinner table. I, I've talked to yeah, yeah, my aunts and my grandparents, and yeah, yeah. They, 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 I mean, you got that with um, what was that other Aquafina movie? Was it The Goodbye? Uh, oh yeah, The, the farewell. farewell. The, the farewell. farewell. That's it. Yeah, like that's like that. I had a better time watching that movie than I did uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Cause like the problem with crazy rich Asians is because I'm not crazy. At least I don't think so. And I'm definitely not rich. So yeah. like, even, <laughs> it wasn't even, too relatable to you. Yeah. In other words. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but there was a lot of Asian in there. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the, the parts that I, that spoke to me the most was when the mother was telling, um, the main character, I can't remember their names, uh, but they were telling her that like, you know, you kind of don't belong in both either world. Cause that's what happens when you grow yeah. up. Like you're born in America, right? Like, if you're like me, like I can't speak Chinese. I understand it. I can order dim sum, but like, like even with the thing with Morris, I have no fucking clue if that's Chinese or not. I have no I clue. Care. Yeah. I have no clue that I didn't care. Google it. So, you know, I mean, cause, cause I'm sorry. What's the name of that, that land again? Um, low Tao low or something like that. Tao-Lo. Okay. Tao-Lo. Tao-Lo. To me, to me, that was our Wakanda. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's just it's that this, this world, and 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 I did like it is beautiful. I mean, that's that's all I can really say about it. It's and, those paintings that you saw in the freaking Chinese restaurants come to life. Yeah, how many of those Chinese restaurants did you yeah. see with that like the 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 type of building that it was a, a mm-hmm. river or water somewhere around it, and yeah. then there's like a dragon out on the other side. Like yeah. it, you've seen those paintings. Oh, absolutely. The only thing missing are the clouds. Right, right, right. <laughs> and the, this place definitely was not overcast. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, this is, you know, you, you were, you, you guys had posted, uh, you know, the, you know, is this the Asian, uh, Black Panther? And, you know, I was like, well, no, but because, you know, like I said, uh, T'Challa has been around for decades. People, most people know who Black Panther is, know what Wakanda is, but no one knows anything about Shang-Chi. And, yeah. um, uh, but but I think they really did do a good job. It's like, oh yeah, this is my Wakanda, yeah. and uh, and I just uh, you know eh. you know and, and, and let me let me jump to the Ten Rings itself. Uh, to me, the Ten Rings are the best weapon in uh, in the MCU at this point. I just love the way they animated it. The the way the I, the things they could do. It just oh yeah. It just and you know it's like you know it's like, it was like uh, it was Yondu's like arrow on steroids. Yeah, but <laughs> so I, I think kind of this one has more physics involved with it than yeah, yeah. physically magic, as opposed to just kind of the, uh, you know, the the arrow that wanders aimlessly through people's bodies. Right. I mean, like when they're using when they're using the rings in that fight scene, mm-hmm. most people who don't grow up with these movies don't understand that what Shang Chi's sister was doing was basically the same thing without the rings, without like the, the way that yeah. they were moving the rings around, like when they weren't on their wrist, you know, they're flying around. Like that's literally what she's doing with that rope. You know what I mean? Like she has yeah. the same abilities as, as they do. Well, that's how Shang-Chi was able to, you know, kind of commandeer half of the rings. The, right. the same thing, you know, the flashbacks to the mother showing him, you know, certain moves. Right. And, and him just repeating those. How did uh, he commandeer the rings? Cause I was confused. Uh, I saw him do like move around and stuff, but then, so it was kind of it, it was a callback. Ten. It was a callback to mm-hmm. the uh, to the beginning when their mm-hmm. their parents met for the first time, and basically Shang Chi is using those moves to like counteract. It's like uh, it's almost like an Avatar: The Last Airbender, 
yeah. when Zuko yeah. when Zuko figures out how to redirect the lightning like that. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen Alan? Have you seen the last? I, I, no, I haven't. Okay. Well, I saw the M Night version. No, uh, no, 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 no. That's my only reference to. Oh, okay. Well, I know it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, and seriously, I know it's a cartoon. But yeah. it's it's a fantastic cartoon. Yeah. There's no way your daughter's not going to love it. My kids love it. I well, she's getting me through haiku right now. No, oh, okay. so, uh, so nice. once we'll we'll move on. It's either going to be Naruto or uh, or Airbender. <laughs> uh, do Airbender, and then text uh-huh. me when you're done with the series because I want to know. Okay, <laughs> will do. All right. Um, yeah. The let's see another thing. I, I part of me was like, yeah, I'm watching Star Wars here. Um, there's a lot. Oh of yeah, explain that because I don't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's just the whole father and son thing. Oh, okay. Um, and then, especially at the ending, it's very Return of the Jedi. Um, you without know, without the incense, incense. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's the yeah. So it's Star Wars without without kissing sisters. Uh, yeah, <laughs> kissing siblings. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, that's the whole thing. Is you know what I I liked about um, Wen Wu uh, was that he. Um, as you know, he's not that stereotypical, you know, yakuza type. Right, 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 right. Not to mix cultures here, but but that's that's the that's the what I got from the trailers. With that, okay, right. this guy's just a big mob badass with some rings, and and then you realize, like, when he does fall in love, uh, the fact that he was in this case actually in love, right, um, and and that he found, you know, he he mentions it, it was that she was worth growing old for. Right. And, um, and then to kind of see the, the turnaround thing. I'm sorry, we're spoiling the movie. No, no, um, no. We always yeah. spoil the movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, but there is, there is that redemption aspect of it that, yeah. that you kind of expected, but it was like, okay, this is really working here in terms of a story. Um, so what I was worried about was, the uh relationship stories between mm-hmm. father and son and then you know uh shang chi and his sister like and then katie too yeah. like i was worried like okay these are a lot these are a lot of people you yeah. know how are you going to balance this out and i was thinking about this movie i i i, I always like if you've listened to our show i usually say like i don't want this to be a phantom menace thing so mm-hmm. the phantom menace for me i watched it and I thought it was the best movie ever, right? And I saw it like fifteen times in the theater. Yeah, and then I felt the same way. So, so and then I watched it on VHS, and I'm like, that's <laughs> kind of boring, you know. <laughs> and the reason why was because my theater was fantastic. They cheered at all the right moments when Obi Wan yeah. met Anakin. They cheered when R two D two and 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 C three PO. Like the cheering of the audience masked how bad that movie is for me, right? Yeah. So in my theater, my audience was so fucking good that when the credits came up and they were singing that song, what was it, Hotel California? Yeah. My entire theater started singing Hotel California. Like, that's so awesome. that's, the, that's the type of experience I had. So on the ride home, I was like, oh, fuck, what is it? What if this is Phantom Menace? Like, what if I say I like this movie and oh, it's a piece I, of crap, right? I, I, Wait, hold, hold on, let me just ahead, finish this. Yeah, finish, because finish your the, thought. the long way around the, the what I wanted to say was was I was like, you know, with all the special effects and everything, this really was a story about family. Mm. Like we joke about the fucking like Fast and the Furious family shit. Like, I, they, I, they ruined the word family, right? Oh right? god, yeah, yeah. But like this movie was that family that they think they're talking about 
and the, like they somehow were able to alter Shang Chi's kind of background backstory just a little bit. Yeah. Like, and then they kind of like turned it again on you at the end because in the original comic book series, everything that happens in the movie kind of happens the same way where, uh, in the comic book, he's trained to be this amazing killer, this amazing fighter, right? And he's sent away to kill this guy. It's not the, it's that the mother thing was new in the, in the original. That wasn't it. It was just somebody that they needed to kill, like a political figure or some shit. Shang-Chi does it, but then he finds out that the reason the person that he killed wasn't as bad as his father made it seem to be. So he fucking, he takes off, right? So like when in the beginning of this movie, when he said he couldn't do it, I was like, Oh, that's different. Kind of makes sense though, you know, with the whole mom aspect into it. And then when they, they revealed at the end that he did do it, I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. That adds a whole new depth to his character because you're led to believe this whole thing throughout the entire movie that he's that typical good guy. And like his, you know, relationship with his father, it's layered enough where you actually give a shit. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of talking in this movie. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing I really appreciated about the storytelling is that they do take family issues and they start us on the traditional path. So you kind of know what this path is for this family. And then as they do certain reveals throughout, throughout the film at various points of the film, you realize it's not as, you know, as blatant as you thought it was. Yeah. It's not typical. It's not that yeah. typical, you know, because we've seen that before. I mean, we saw it in The Godfather, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he uh, Don Corleone wanted wanted Michael to take over or never wanted Michael to take over. You know, it's that, right. that son coming to save the family type thing. And you're thinking that's it. Like, oh, this guy's just a typical bad guy, you know, yeah. and he wasn't. He lit- like I thought he was lying about listening to his wife or hearing his wife. I thought like the twist was going to be, Oh, this is typical. Like he's going to just, you know, he's going to force these guys to help him. And mm-hmm. then he's going to like do something to like, you know, betray them some way. Right. But that yeah. never came. He literally thought he was saving his wife the yeah. whole time. Yeah. And I thought yeah. just by going with that showed what kind of character already like another layer to, mm-hmm. to, to Wen Wu that is not your typical bad guy. Yeah. You know, like he has more depth than, uh, Killian did in, in Iron Man three mm-hmm. by far. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, was he the villain of the, of the movie? Cause like I, which one, uh, oh, Iron, Iron Man three. Yeah. No, no, no. His yeah. father, his father, uh, Shang Chi's father. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, technically he was, he's not. Uh, technically he's not. It's, it's the demon that was talking to him was the actual bad guy. Okay. His yeah. father was tricked and didn't realize it until mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. Well, like, he was, he was the antagonist. He was the one that okay. you had to disarm in order to get, to accomplish what you needed to accomplish. So and then so, like the death dealer kind of disappeared and then that, that the antagonist disappeared. I mean, is that something that. Yeah, you know, bring back or to to me that was the the weakness of the movie was you know the the villains I didn't see enough of them to it's Marvel's problem every single yeah, time just, almost yeah you know but you know DC has a worse problem with with timing with time <laughs> yeah. but um, we're talking about like we're talking about secondary villains yeah right? you know like Death Dealer you know you see him it's you know you see him as much as you did Taskmaster for that matter. Right. Um, you know, you saw enough of it, but you know, the, you know, at the end is like you, you have this big battle going on between them, the two factions. Uh, and then by the time it, it starts to get really good, then you release the demon monsters and now they have to work together. 
And, um, and I'm like, oh, well, that, that seemed to be cut short here. And, right. um, you know, and now, and then when they fight the demon monsters, there's these little bat things, uh, and then a giant bat things. And there were no real intermediary characters that I kind of wish had happened because now they're just fighting little bats that, right. that, that, you know, are hard to kill. Right, right, and, right. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I get it. The movie's almost over. You can't really, yeah. you know, broaden this thing out, but I kind of wish they did. Yeah, I, because like the fight with yeah. Michelle, like anytime Michelle Yao was on screen too, like oh my god, like I know people like know Michelle Yao here in America, but I don't know if they really know her, yeah, like yeah, what yeah. she has done in Asian cinema. Like that lady is a legend, right? And when she was doing that wind thing, showing Shang Chi what mm-hmm. what she's capable of doing, which I thought yeah. was fucking funny, yeah. that, like that she's like, okay, let's play, you know, and yeah. he just gets his butt kicked. <laughs> he yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like. The, when she was doing those moves, I was like, oh, this is, this is, this is peak Michelle Yao right here. This is so yeah. beautiful. Well, again, she I was on the, the crouching tiger and it's yeah, like, I know, I know. We're coming full circle here. It's like, wow, now they're, now they're really giving her the tools to make this look good. And there, and there's, there, good. there's so many things here to love. I mean, I, I don't know what I'm basing my, I mean, maybe I was tired when I watched this thing, but like, I just remember that first hour I loved so much. Remember going to watch Wonder Woman going, Oh, I love this first hour and a half. And then the last half hour, I was like, Oh dear Lord, you know, and yeah. so it, it, that disappointed me, but maybe, I don't know. It's something that I think maybe with subsequent views, I might well, turn it around find a little out bit on Saturday watching it. That's IMAX. true. I get to watch it on IMAX and I might turn it around a little bit, but I'm telling you that first hour for me, I was loving mm. it so much. I was like, there's so many good things about this. It wasn't your typical, like, father son i mean relationship but that that actor is amazing i thought he was my favorite character in the whole thing who's seen him or um uh, 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 the father the father the father yeah tony was, uh, is that yeah, the first tony. time you've seen him oh no, no no i've seen him before but i thought him in that role he was so good that it made everything way more believable because like when you look at the main characters like in black panther the least interesting person in that entire movie was black panther yeah and i felt in this one the same way but but simu i i don't know he's very charismatic and i loved him in kim's convenience and all that and so i i was able to like he has to kind of play the straight guy but he's still got a little edge to him and he's still cool you know so it wasn't like the black panther factor where i was like man he's like so boring compared to killmonger and everybody else that's what i was worried Uh, about too was that everybody else would be good and i thought he, I'm like, no, he held his own. He was really good. And, and of course, everyone around him was really good too. Right. And I was really worried about Aquafina because quite frankly, and it's not the appropriation thing or any of that stuff. I just get annoyed with, with silly characters. Thing. Yeah. She, I, she definitely does her thing basically. She does her thing. And I thought but it's a Shit, different way it, she did it. She did it in a different way that I was like, I could totally hang out with this person. Like this right. would be my buddy, you know? And, uh, so I think they did a wonderful job in the casting and also how they just, I don't know. I thought the acting was all the way around, but his dad, I thought if his dad would have been the atypical bad guy or, you know, twirling the mustache kind of bad guy, I would have been like, I'm out, but he was fantastic. I think Um, you're right there. What I appreciate about Simu is. You know, he, he's the one who has to have the arc in the movie and he mm-hmm. definitely has that arc. Yes. You know, and so he has to start at kind of the, you know, he's the valet 
and uh, and he's kind I of the mopey. Sequence was great. <laughs> yeah, but he's that that mopey, you know, that mopey kid who's and but but the, that's the story. That's his story, and he has to find that confidence at the end. And I think I think he really nailed that arc and and got it down. I mean, because that's that's the entire movie. Yeah, that doesn't work. The movie doesn't work. Yeah, absolutely. I just like, I mean, we talk about Michelle Yao, right? Being a legend. Mm -hmm. Tony Leung is, he is a freaking legend too. And here's what's going to make you say, holy shit too. Uh, Alan, you probably already know this, but this is the first time he's ever played a bad guy ever. Ever. Oh, and the, I did not know that. And the first time he does it, he does it in a Marvel movie, movie and basically steals the show. Oh, yeah. shit, yeah. He steals well, the show. Of I mean, the, and what's crazy is like most Americans aren't going to know who he is. Mm-hmm. And he's got a gigantic library of just amazing stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it sucked that he died. It, you know, like I understand why he did, but I was sad because I wouldn't see him in another Marvel movie. Mm hmm. Because like he really does, you know, chew up a scene, but in like a good way, you know, like he's just really good. He comes back in the multiverse. (laughs) He does no, he does no martial arts at all. Cause like, (laughs) he's he's an engineer. Yeah. (laughs) He's a doctor. (laughs) Yeah. Or, or better yet, he's a chef. He's a cook. Yeah. Right. He owns a restaurant. Um, uh, and, and we'll just add, uh, or he runs a laundry. Yeah, let's just go. Let's just. Yeah, when it was very typical. Let's go. Let's just. (laughs) I mean, the shit on everything we did before. (laughs) Let's let's give it to Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. (laughs) Um, what I what I loved about this also was the costumes, Mm -hmm. and I didn't love the costumes in Mulan for a specific reason, and it's because the lady was white. So, like, it was like a lady cosplaying. Asian stuff, whereas I was watching this movie, and I'm like, okay, this is an Asian designer, I think. Well, it's funny, it's when they open the package, and it's laying there on the table, it's going, yes, there there we go. Right, right, right. We've got this down. (laughs) uh, (laughs) You know, and and so I think we I should then ask the question. The the biggest thing I was worried about uh, other than the being bad was, um, does it feel like a Marvel movie? Does it feel like it belongs in the MCU? Well, that's a good question. So, yeah. um, sometimes I have a problem with, uh, I think I, it was an age of Ultron where they had a, a singular story about Ultron and then smack dab in the middle of it, Thor takes off to go in this river and has this like vision of, of infinity stones. And I was mm-hmm. like, what the shit is this? <laughs> and it's because like Marvel's like, you got to put something in there that ties everything together. And, and I thought with this movie, I felt like it wasn't, like that. I felt, you know, having Wong in there doing his thing and, um, was it an abomination in it? Yeah, abomination. And, yeah. yeah. Some other stuff that they did. I thought, wow. Okay. They, they, they sequence this just right. It's not like throwing shit at you that doesn't make any sense. Like, why did they put that in there? Oh, because they're trying to tie the whole thing in, but I liked how they did it. And then that whole end sequence, I'm spoiling it. Uh, when he's like, oh, basically telling him, oh, a whole new world's opening up to you and the shit's about yeah. to hit the fan and get ready for the ride of your life or whatever. I was like, that's dope. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then let's not forget in. the connection with Trevor and the, uh, and Iron Man 3, the, the right. return of the Mandarin. Right. Oh, <laughs> right, right. I right. fucking loved what, when I, we I was like, like he's like, he made everybody afraid of a fruit. Like, <laughs> 
Because <laughs> it's like, I mean, that's yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. I didn't like, I, you know, as an Asian, I was like, yeah, because that shit happens all the time <laughs> in these like, you know, restaurants like TGI Fridays and, and, yeah. and, and chilies and all that shit. They throw some like crispy noodles in it, Mandarin chicken, Mandarin oranges, and then call it an Asian salad. Yeah. I'm like, you right. fucking kidding Chinese me? Chinese chicken salad. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> That's what my grandmother made me. Yes. Lunch every day. She I'd be like, God. why the fuck did you put oranges in my salad? <laughs> why did like- you do this? It's like we didn't eat you, salad. It's like making you ramen noodles and saying it's pho. Like, here you go. Like, <laughs> like, like or, yeah, I or mean, I, you know, like my parents ran a restaurant, my grandparents ran a restaurant. And yes, we were, we were part of the whole, uh, American Chinese, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, the, the American dishes that, that, right, are, right, that right. no longer, that, that never existed in China. But, but like we, we but, made it for white people. Wait, okay, so you your your grandparents owned it, right? So yeah. when Chinese people actually came to the restaurant, they got a different menu, right? <laughs> it was you know at, at that point we were kind of used to it. But my, my grandparents' first restaurant were was in Beverly Hills, and so it was even more important to have that oh, kind of dish yeah. that that appealed to white folks because uh, no Chinese people were going to Beverly Hills for for Chinese food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but Chinese people did get a different menu, right? Yeah. Cause like my, my <laughs> mom, my mom, <laughs> my mom worked at a, at a, at a Chinese restaurant. Like she was the, the hostess. Yeah. And so like when we went there, like, yeah, we would get like some of the Americanized Chinese stuff, like beef and broccoli and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and hot and sour soup. But like other than that, we got different shit. Like it didn't even look like what anybody else was eating. Somebody's eating like <laughs> oh, a yeah. stupid poo poo platter and we got this huge. <laughs> Bass right in the yeah. middle of the table and fucking lobster and shit and they're eating like poo poo platter. <laughs> oh man, I, I tell you when we last time I was in Hawaii, we went to a Chinese restaurant and when they saw us come in, we got we got extra special treatment and the and the good stuff. Oh yeah, because <laughs> uh, I could tell you, I'm I'm sure this stuff wasn't on the menu and it was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what's what, that's what's really good about dim sum for like a lot of people too because they can actually see the stuff, mm-hmm. you know, before ordering. Because that's a lot of things too. Like when I go to an Indian restaurant, I only go to buffets because I don't have to choose it myself. Like I don't know the names of the stuff; I just oh, eat yeah. it. Right? Yeah. That's like, why I, I fear going into a, an Indian restaurant. It's like I don't know what to order. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I would love to if anybody's watching the show that's Indian and lives in this area. Shoot us an email and take me to an Indian restaurant yeah. and order the off the menu shit. Yeah, give us I, the no. Way. There's no way that Chinese people are the only ones that have off the menu. Oh, it's stuff, it's all right. Around. So yeah, if like yeah. the butter chicken is that good, could you imagine what the off the menu shit tastes like? <laughs> right. Yeah, I wonder if that happens in Mexican restaurants too. It, it probably. Must. It must. Probably. I must. Uh, yeah. It's well, like for, for white people, it's in and out. The four by four. It's like, no, we got nothing. Like, ah, oh, come over here and we'll, we'll put an extra burger on your shit. Like, 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 like I, I appreciate bland food like the next person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are, we are, we did grow up in America, so you can't not like, you know, junk food oh, like yeah. food. No, I you grew know? up on McDonald's. That's yeah. Exactly. That. <laughs> All, right. All right. So yeah. So uh, let's talk about Simu just a little more. So you you yeah. liked him. Um, yeah. My <laughs> my note here is I hope he takes down Randall Park as the Asian people go to now. <laughs> 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 you know, Randall Randall's taking too many roles. It's time to get someone. Yeah. Else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Randall's well, I mean, was... from Ken Leung. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. 
Because, <laughs> like, I mean, that was what it was like with black people, right? Like, before yeah. the, this whole uh, diversity started taking over. And, you know, you only would get, like, one black person or two black people in that were, like, in multiple yeah, roles. It was, right? We were talking about It was that. either it was like Samuel Sam Jackson, Jackson or Morgan yeah, Freeman, like, yeah. <laughs> right? Those are the only three. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I think the last Maybe time Don, and, then, a... and then finally Don Cheadle. Look, if you really like this show and it tickles your nerd spot, please review the show on iTunes and Facebook. It'll help getting the show sponsors and allow the show to keep putting out daily and weekly content. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Well, Wesley Snipes was pretty big in the 90s, too. Oh, now, I will say, yeah, I think the right. last time uh, Big Hollywood had a uh, large Asian cast, that was uh, Olympus Has Fallen. And uh, Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, well, it was, it was actually Mulan. Because you get to see which the bad guys were and who weren't. But it was, it was more Mulan. It was the most recent, even though, like, there was... Oh, I want to say I was dead wrong on the designer, the, the costume designer. Mm-hmm. She's white as hell. Yeah. But I don't um, know what she did. But yep. those costumes were gorgeous. They were. I yeah. I mean, like I said, this this movie just feels so authentic to. Uh, well, and, that's uh, what happens when you have like an Asian director and Asian writers. They can give pointers to, you know, a, a white designer and saying like that doesn't, you know, what I mean. But, you know, I mean, that's when you have somebody in charge that knows the culture. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Well, I heard stories that Michelle Yeoh had to like make several changes to the production design of Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, really? Because, uh, yeah, like uh, I believe like they had the red lanterns hanging um, at at the big party at the end, and you're not supposed to use red. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, and so oh. she she had them change those out. Um, so it just goes. I mean, I think the point I'm making is, look, as Asian as I am, there's still a lot of things about my culture I don't know about. Right. And, and, uh, and that's certainly a lot of faux pas I've made uh, <laughs> insulting my culture without yeah. even knowing about it. Right. Right. Like that. And that's the other thing too. Like I, I always try and me and BJ always do this is like, <laughs> if for some reason anybody ever wanted to sign us to some big podcast contract, we'd be like, <laughs> we can't be a company man and say, we love everything DC, you know, or yeah. like love everything star Wars. Like, I was looking at this like, okay, this was really hard for me to figure out if I liked it for what it was and is, or did I like it more because um, I'm Chinese, right? Yeah. And I'm going to say yes, but not ashamed of why. And it's just has nothing to do with story or anything. It's all those little nuances in there that if you grew up Asian in America – you would know what that's, you would know what this stuff means. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they didn't shy away from speaking Mandarin. And that's the other thing too. Like that's how shitty I am. Like I only know Cantonese. Yeah. Me so too. like when they're speaking Mandarin, I had to fucking read all the captions like everybody else, <laughs> but they didn't shy away from it. They did it I a that. lot. I like it. They did it a lot. And I was I like, that adds to the authenticism of the movie. Although like, I will say in San Francisco, don't most people speak Cantonese uh, versus Mandarin? I don't know. Every time like I went out to a Chinese restaurant, my mom spoke like seven like seven dialects of, of Chinese dialects, yeah. but it was always typical like uh, Cantonese and Mandarin were the two that she primarily spoke. Yeah. So like, I mean, my, my, that, 
Uh, I was going to say my, my parents or my father grew up in in San Francisco in Chinatown and, and they spoke Cantonese. Um, you know, my, my dad, uh, I think at 50 decided that he needed to start learning Mandarin and that's when he oh, started, uh, started. Are they from mainland or are they from Hong Kong? Uh, they're from, let's see. I, I'm not sh- exactly sure. That's, we're still working on our family history here. Okay. Uh, my, my parents are from Hong Kong. Yeah, we, uh, okay, no, I, okay, from Canton. My, my, I shouldn't get into my family history here on, in the public, but, <laughs> but, but our family is not from Hong Kong, but, but we are from Canton. Gotcha. Okay. So I will say that. All right. Um, yeah, did it feel like San Francisco to you? <laughs> um, it kind of did. I mean, they did the typical, like, let's let them know it's in San Francisco. Like, how the hell did you end up by Ghirardelli Square? Like from yeah. where you were, <laughs> like yeah. where the hell? Well, I will Israel, say the the, the bus the bus action was in San Francisco. Yeah, um, yeah. They did remove the Muni logos from the bus, mm-hmm. uh, but I think the storefronts. I, I want to say that that was in San Francisco. That was either I don't know. That was somewhere else. It didn't look. Yeah, good. I don't. I don't That's think a lot of it was filmed there because a lot of it were sets, set pieces, and things like that. But I think like the beginning part of it did feel very San Francisco, but. Usually most movies like like what is that movie The Rock and things like that you see uh-huh. like major monuments or stat or uh, buildings and you're yeah like, they'll do they'll do like one they'll do like one or two shots in a movie yeah they'll yeah. let you know it's San Francisco yeah and The Rock but then other yeah. than that it'll shoot off you know they'll shoot off set. somewhere else well uh, I mean so. Snake Eyes did that it, it really pissed me off because they did this flyover shot of the port of Los Angeles but. Having grown up near the port of Los Angeles, that was not the port of Los Angeles. And they labeled it the port of Los Angeles. And everything Atlanta. that happened in the port there never took, none of that is there in Los Angeles. And I'm like, you know, you could have at least done the obligatory drone flyover of the actual port. Right. It's to satisfy me. But I, no. think, I think like the, what, what Shang-Chi does too is that the last two like action Asian movies was what Mortal Kombat and Snake Eyes, mm-hmm. right? And I wasn't a big fan of either one of them. I did like the fighting in Snake Eyes, yeah. But once those two basilisks came out, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it went turned into Harry Potter. Yeah, like what the? I mean, they, they even stole the shot where the basilisk is like in the tunnels, and you see the tail. They did it, but they just did it with they just did it with dirt holes instead. Yeah. It's literally it's- a shittier version <laughs> of that vault. It's the same shot. They just like took it, and just put it, yeah. they just made it grainier. <laughs> yeah, they just added digital sand. Yeah, I mean, I was telling BJ earlier. It's like you know, we didn't go to see Snake Eyes just to have a story told to us. You know, the, this is typical of the GI Joe movies. We're here for the action, and that's that's all we're there for. And so I, I'm much more forgiving of story at that point. And, well, uh, I mean, but the thing and, is, and like, you know, they they, they got they got the ancient one. We get Snake Eyes. That's, that's <laughs> <all> the <thing. laughs> you're you're saying, Vic. You can well, have I, it. Well, I mean, I I I liked Andrew Koji, and like yeah. I wanted more Andrew Koji in that movie. Um, thank God we get him in season three of Warrior. So, oh, yeah. I just um, I just found that one, and uh, yeah. oh, did you? It's an, it's an amazing show. I love it. Oh, it's oh, so gosh, great. We love it so, so much. Great. Um, it, and it, clearly it, that's not San Francisco either. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, what <No>. I, <laughs> that move, that show has ruined so many shows for me because of their fight oh, sequences. 
Yeah. Like I, I just finished Kung Fu on, on CW. Oh. And I had a hard time getting into it, but it ended up being pretty decent. And had I not like seen Warrior like three or four times now all the way through, I would have been like, oh, this movie's way better. I mean, this show has got way better fighting than Arrow and, and the Flash and stuff like that. Right. But then I'm comparing it to Warrior. It's like shit compared to Warrior. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I well, Warrior, Warrior, they keep, they just keep upping the ante in Warrior. Every time you think like you've seen a, a cool fight sequence, they, they come out with something completely different. I'm like, damn. They yeah. even like if the fight where he fights the Irishman. I remember getting so excited. I was like, oh shit, because it was two different fighting styles that you, you got to see. And I mean, he gets his ass kicked, Irishman, but still it was so great. Um, yeah. All yeah. the fights that they had. And, and I was, I like the fact that it, it, the show's not, you know, Chinese versus white people. Um, it was, it's, it's very much a yeah. soap opera. And uh, it's just, I, I'm just getting kind of tired of this, uh, this idea of, we just hate white people and they've done, you know, it's like, just bring some nuance to it. Uh, expand the story. out. Yeah. I, well, they, 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 definitely, they, they, they definitely keep the racism in it. Yeah, absolutely. You have, but, to. but, uh, but we definitely give it back. Like, tenfold. <laughs> <laughs> like we always but, have. I remember, like, <laughs> I, yeah. Right. Vic, yeah, um, watch the, Vic watched the first five minutes of it and paused it. And called me and said, fuck it, start watching this right now. You're like, you're not. So I'm like, I started watching in that first five minutes. That's exactly yeah. what it was. You knew what the show was immediately. You're like, oh shit, this is going to be an amazing ride. But that opening sequence where he walks in there and that, that cop starts fucking with him and he just beats the shit out of him. I was like, oh my, like that was awesome. I, I could, I'm like, oh, and then from there it just balls to the wall in that show. Um, but, uh, but, but anyway, the fighting for me in Shang Chi, I thought was, I mean, the begin the beginning fights were I thought were fantastic. I, I like they didn't feel like choreographed. They didn't mm-hmm. feel like I don't know. And I saw some like really different things. And and yeah. now Simu, he didn't know uh, martial arts at all before this, right? No, he's like Andy Lee. He's kind of like self-taught, but Andy, yeah. Andy actually, he's the death dealer. He actually, that's how he right. got the role basically is that he was hired. Like he became like YouTube famous for these things he did with his brother who are both yeah. of them were in paper yeah. tigers. And, uh, he was the story from what I remember in an interview, he said that they, he, they brought him on, uh, Alan, Brad Allen, I think is the, the guy's yeah. name. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Um, who I know from Jackie Chan movies, um, he knew about Andy and his brother and brought him on for like stunts and to teach Simu how to fight. But then like, as it progressed, it was almost like a uh, Ray Park type thing where they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, like this is uh, that guy's the death dealer. Let's just give it to him. So that's how he got into the movie. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's crazy. But Simu, like he, it, this is in an iron fist situation where you hire no, but a guy, but he, but he, he knows how to, shit. he knows how yeah. to fight. Like he, yeah. he, he might not have been, he has a good foundation to start. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Cause yeah. he looked, he looked awesome. He just looked like he's been doing this for a long time. Oh, and here's he what I'll amazing. say about, about, about Simu in this movie. I knew the rock could act when I watched the rundown. I was like, that's not the rock. Right. <laughs> like I just knew that this dude could act. Right. Yeah. I was afraid I was going to watch this movie. I'm like, Oh, that's Jung. Yeah. Right? Oh, for and it's, it's convenience, right? It's, it's so not 
Like that's the best compliment I can give any actor or actress is that you don't seem like the same character. Like we always kind of joke around about like Ryan Reynolds, like he was always Deadpool when he wasn't Deadpool. You know, like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's really how. Right. Even, uh, yeah. Even as Pikachu, he was Deadpool. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like even as Green Lantern, he was fucking Deadpool. Right. <laughs> so. So, but that was what I was worried about. Like, okay, let's, cause I've seen him in like the expanse and, but he was really like really brief in that. I didn't see him in that other, uh, like law movie that's in Canada, uh, show that's in Canada or some shit like that. I didn't, I didn't see him in that. So I only have Kim's convenience and a little bit of the expanse. Um, so I was worried that I was going to get Jung on this, mm-hmm. on this movie. And I was, and I did not, I got Shang-Chi like, well, uh, well, like in, in Kim's convenience, he plays kind of a, you know, like a jock and, you know, he's just kind of egotistical and, you know, and he, but also there were parts in it where you saw a soft side of him when he was with his dad, the guy could act. Mm-hmm. And so like in this movie, he's, he's definitely not that character. He's not Jung. He's a completely different character, but he does such a good job that you, I mean, immediately I was like, I didn't think of Jung at all. I was like, yeah, me neither. I didn't think about him at all. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's really, really good. To me, it's um, it's the fact that you know, I, I always say it, but a lot of times when we have Asian movies, television shows, it always feels like that they're importing the actors in from Asia uh, rather than going to the Western source. Uh, it, you know, he's from Canada, um, but you know, it's the same thing. You know, for some reason, Hollywood doesn't like to hire Asian Americans. They they would rather import someone. And yeah. not give give us the role, and that's the frustration I've always had. Even when Hollywood does do an Asian movie, it's like they'll never hire an Asian American. And I do like the fact that they did it here for the most part. You know, yeah, I mean, it's a good it's a good movie where you get these legends, and you know, again, like you, most Americans will know Michelle Yao, but they don't. I don't think most Americans really know her from her other films. Yeah, the non the non American films, right? And and Tony Leung. He is again a legend in in Hong Kong and Chinese cinema, right? Like he's been around for a long time. This is his first American movie as a bad guy, so people watching him for the first time were like, "Holy shit, who is this guy?" This and is, I'm yeah, sitting, yeah. I'm sitting back like, "That's fucking Tony." Like you don't <laughs> understand. You you got to go back and watch his other stuff, right? Like, and so it's it's. But the the newer quote unquote cast like Alcofina was I thought she was really delightful in this movie. Yeah. Like I thought sh- her her shtick worked perfectly in this movie because she's literally yeah. like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah, like, she's, what, she's like, like natural, that's, natural reactions, right? Yeah, like, exactly. She, you should freak out when you see flying water. You know, like you <laughs> should freak out. <laughs> yeah. So she was really good. I even liked uh, uh, Ronnie Chang in this. I didn't yeah. know like how that was going to work out, but I loved that. I love the fact that he was like doing, uh, he was detailing all the, uh, he was spray painting the, uh, the, the 10 rings buildings, yeah. which would still looked awesome. Yeah. It looked you know? really good. Yeah. It looked really cool. Um, I loved the sister. Like I loved her. She was so she amazing was in it too. Awesome. Oh yeah. my God. The women were amazing in this film. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, not just acting wise, but I mean, action wise, all of it. Uh, sometimes even, ki- I mean, kicking the men's ass, which was great. Dude, I loved when she got that like dragon. I don't even know what that weapon's called. Um, <laughs> the, the dragon with the arrowhead and the, the, arrowhead. the string. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Ball. I was like, Oh, shit's about to go down with this thing. <laughs> Cause she was just using like a normal one. And then when she finally like got to, you know, let loose with that thing, I'm like, Oh my God, this is yeah, so amazing. Pretty sick. 
That's yeah, yeah. Going back to Aquafina though, it's like you know, her. I always got the impression that she was one of these. You know, in a movie like this, she would scream and then she would make some funny comment. Scream and then comment, scream and comment. And I, I like how they, you know, they just made her a real person in this case. Yeah, she had yeah. a sense of humor. Absolutely had a sense of humor. But now, does her but never, learning... never made her the comedian of the movie? So right. Does her? Well, yeah, because there's a lot of good jokes in this movie. Yeah. Um, does her learning, and this is. This is going to be sexist because it's three guys answering this question, but <laughs> is she yes. a Mary Sue for being able to shoot that shot after learning it like less than a day ago? <laughs> well, I, I will say it's probably a big target. That's how she got it. Have um, you ever shot a bow and arrow? I don't know, but uh, I have. I mean, well, I could shoot a bow and arrow at a giant wall and that's what I feel like she did. She, she shot a look. I'm not, I'm not going to dismiss her as a great. Great. No, okay. So getting to the end scene, it's just the fact that she explains it. You know, a day ago, I learned how to shoot a bow and arrow. And then I was in the, the day situation. I brought down the beast. Yeah. So she kind of, I mean, the humor of all that. Yeah. She does I, I liked it. it either way, but I just wanted to put that out there because it'll come up, you know, because it's bound to happen with some guys out there. They're like, how the fuck did she kill a dragon? Basically. By just learning how to, you know, <laughs> shoot an arrow the, the day before. Like we always make, like, this is one of the reasons why I don't watch any CW shows. Like Mr. Terrific, he's a decathlete. How the hell? Like, right? <laughs> and then like Iris, how is she in charge of Team Flash? Like Cisco and, and, and Caitlin's <laughs> IQ alone combines to like, you know, like 6,000 fucking smart as hell. And they're taking orders from a failed journalist and blogger. <laughs> You're getting away. I, I have zero t- with what I do. I have zero time to watch television. So I, you're not uh, losing anything. Not missing this movie, this the, show. Only, the only television I watch is SNL and wrestling. And that's, that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's all. Well, CW shows, the CW shows are like paint by number shows. You know, they're yeah. just the way they're designed, but there's certain things that they've done. Like, They'll just shoehorn a character that has done one thing the entire run of the series. And then all of a sudden, they're like this genius person, you know, doing this one thing. And you're like, wait a minute. Like last week, they were, they were a journalist. This week, they're like on the computer. Like last week, sending- they, last week they were unemployed. <laughs> and now they're telling Cisco what to do. Yeah, telling so the Flash where to go, like running the system, and I'm like, how do you know how to run that computer system? Like, you don't know how to do anything. I that. bet you don't even know how to work your home theater system. <laughs> so it says that if you're a struggling actor, get on a CW show, and uh, oh, and you'll, get your, yeah, totally you'll get your chance to prove yourself at some point. Right? Yeah, it's so crazy. Uh, All right. So, any final thoughts on Shang Chi? Well, let's do what we do Shang-Chi. on our show. Let's, okay. let's do what we do on our show. So what we do is we usually give a rating, right? But the first thing we always do is we do diversity first. And how this goes uh, to, I'm sure, any Film Threat viewer right now who has never listened to our show, um, <laughs> our rating system is not the same for diversity. So for our diversity, it's three things. It's our show. We can do whatever the hell we want. It's <laughs> So if it's like really, really, really just all white people, it's Casper, right? Okay. Like, we say like Casper, Casper the friendly ghost, yeah. If it's got a good mix, we'll say uh Jan Brady because she was the middle child, right? <laughs> and Brady Bunch. Yeah. And if there's a lot of diversity and inclusion, because it's not just about color, it's about gender, you know women and or... gender and all that stuff, right? We'll mm-hmm. say plethora. And that's from the three amigos. Yeah. 
about plethora. Have you ever seen the three amigos? <laughs> yes, yes, I know. So like when he's like a plethora of, a, we have a plethora of, of, of pinatas, right? Like, so that's where we came up with that. Okay. That's where we came up with that. So this is gonna be interesting for Shang Chi. Uh, yeah, so. and, and we've had to do this. We've had we've had to alter our yeah. rating system because there's a lot more diversity and inclusion now. So yeah. BJ, what do you got? Right. Well, I mean, of course you can have this guy do it first. <laughs> oh man, you're killing me. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, hell, I mean, I think it's was, it was very diverse. Um, extremely diverse. Well, in the sense uh, of diversity, it's really not. It's nothing but. Yeah, I know. That's well, I know. It's nothing about Asian people. <laughs> but so, I mean, so you so have. We as, but, the, as the Asians will. <laughs> we'll, we'll, but you have, we'll take the bullet on that one. <laughs> but you have, I mean, the, uh, very strong women, of course, characters. You have, you do we have a white need, dude in there. Never, you yeah, have, one white guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. One I guess you guy. could say if you truly wanted to do this correctly, I would say Jan Brady. Right. But if we, but if we had to do it, we'd have to, cause like we say like, you can't say Casper. Right, so right? what are you going to so yeah, yeah, we say? Like, we would say like Big Bird. Yeah, okay, big word. There we go. <laughs> okay. You said it, I did not. I, I, I could, that was the first yellow character I could think of. Are you like yeah. Twinkie? Like, I know, Twinkie. like, I can't no, Twinkie's, a, Twinkie's a different, that's what me and him that's are. A, that's right. But, but it's probably more representative of Asian Americans, the Twinkie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't think of another another like all yellow character. Maybe Tweety Bird, but that's fucking stupid. Yeah. For some reason, I thought no, Big I mean, Bird would be better. No, no, we're going with Big Bird. Here. Yeah, yeah. So it's very right, Big Bird. Right. Or, big or bird. Or very Bert. Big Bird. Can we say Bert? Uh... Bert's yellow. Oh, the Bert is yellow. Bert is yellow. Yeah. Right. But I'd rather be Big Bird than Bert. Bert yeah, seems a little true. uptight. All right. <laughs> It'd be so Jan we'll, Brady we'll, light. Then we'll go. So yeah, like, so, okay. Then we so go to I'm the gonna, movie I'll, I'll go and say it. It's it's Big Bird. It's definitely Big Bird. I believe right. there were two non-Asian characters in the movie. Yeah, like uh, the, like uh, the the razor blade guy. He's yeah, like razor snuff- razor oh. fist. Yeah, razor, razor fist. fist. He's like snuffle up against. Then and then <laughs> oh, bird. and then dude at the restaurant. The the you know. The, oh right, right. The the boyfriend at the restaurant. Right, right. Um, you know, abomination maybe. Um, and then, oh, and, and then the tag at the end, but ta- that doesn't really count. So, right. um, yeah, no, it's definitely, it's definitely Big Bird. I, I think I mentioned to you once, it's, it's like, you know, if you think about it, uh, Parasite was the least diverse Oscar winning movie in a very long time. If you think about it, yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, that's true. So, but, but the thing is, it's like, I, I don't, you know, you can complain about it. I don't care. It's like we we don't get movies like this, right. and we we definitely don't get Disney paying for it, right? except for Mulan. And um, you know, and it, you know, I, I think from in front and behind the, the with the CG, of course, you can have a lot of Asians behind the camera too. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting so racist here. <laughs> well, wasn't it Black Panther? It was only it was like Martin Freeman, right? It was the only yeah. like white dude in that for the entire. most part. Yeah, yeah, even in Oakland, it was, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. no and, white kids in Oakland. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, if we get one, it, well, how long was, if we get one every four years, three or four years, then, you know, I think we're, we're doing, <laughs> we're, we're moving in the right direction. It beats 10 good. years. It beats 10 years after Joy Luck Club. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
the Joy Luck Club. So yeah, we're we're moving that equity line here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially now, so right? So fast, speed of light. Um, <laughs> all right, so then we do our normal rating, which is uh, I do lightsabers because of uh, this right here. All right, that's me, and then he does chainsaws. So I do. Yep. So it goes one to five lightsabers, one to five chainsaws. So I guess you could do stars, or you want to pick a weapon too. Uh, well, we'll do throwing stars then. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> and it's out of it's out of five. So what would you say, it's Alan? What, what is your rating? Oh, okay, here? then that's easy. It's a four, maybe four and a half. Okay. Uh, I mean, I really liked it. I will go see it again. I enjoyed myself. Uh, you know, uh, for for a Marvel movie, it's it's definitely uh, on the really good side uh, than than not. Definitely for me. Yeah. Um, why don't you go, BJ? Now you can go second, so you can stop bitching. I, I'm gonna give it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna give it for right now because I just saw it one time, and I'm gonna see it a second time in a couple of days. So for right now, I'm gonna give it a gentleman's C. So I'll, I'll give it a three and a half for now. All right, I'm gonna go. I can go higher. As of right now, I can't find too much wrong with this movie. I didn't have the same issues that mostly bj was talking about with the ending and stuff <laughs> only bj was uh, yes but i i didn't like for some reason i just was able to track what was going on mm-hmm. um i don't know there could have been other factors into why i was concentrating so hard um but we won't talk about that on your show <laughs> but uh <laughs> but i i would probably give it a four and a half lightsabers right now and i'm so close to giving it a five just because of I just keep going back to that damn lion and the dragons, mm-hmm. like seeing that on screen. I, I love so you seeing think, that. So you think I, it's potentially as good as Endgame? Is that what you're saying? I, for different reasons, like you can give, like I can give, you know, um, um, you know, uh, what's a what's a we we liked Endgame, but we liked Infinity War more. I think as time's mm-hmm. gone on, yeah, as as reasons better. Movie. I mean, either of those. I mean, you know, <clears> doesn't but, even reach that plane. Yeah, I mean, we gave. I think we gave it five for. And, and we might have because of because of just like twenty two <laughs> movies culminating into this. Like, yeah. but this one's a different thing. five. Like, I'm not saying because, like, you know, even as a Chinese American, I don't know a bunch about Shang Chi. When he was announced, I started reading up on him. Yeah. I'm like, how the how the hell are they going to do this? Yeah. Like, this is yeah. so like stereotypical ignorant shit, right? Yeah. And they fixed it. They actually fixed it. I was like, why isn't he called the Mandarin? And then they actually do it in the movie and they shit all they over it. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. literally shit all over it. I'm like, oh, that kind of makes, but they kind of made him into almost like a, uh, uh, what's that DC character name? It's like uh, I've had so many names over the who's years. Who's that guy who can't die? Vandal Savage. Vandal Savage. Right? Yeah. Kind of made him kind of like a Vandal Savage type character. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which I was okay with because like, Again, it was pretty funny that there he was like everyone, but he was afraid of an orange. You know, like, <laughs> well, I, so, you know, I was I was looking at the comic history, and yeah, me too. You know, other yeah. than the first run, you know, Shang Chi has only had maybe you know maybe a miniseries. You well, know, he had, he had one like a few years ago, like when he when he fought like the entire when he fought the Avengers, like yeah, him and, alone. And, and to me, honestly, I think that happened because they had announced the movie at that point, and mm. that they needed to build up this character within the marvel universe and uh it's so that people have a little bit of context going into it but at that mm-hmm. point you know maybe he'd appear in an issue or two of some other series you know along the way you know and so he never really got prominence until you know the the announcement that the movie was going to be made yeah. and, and they didn't even have simu cast at that point either no yeah 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 
Yeah, I mean, there was, uh, there was, I, I definitely understand why women felt so great watching Wonder Woman. I definitely feel why, you know, feel why, you know, black people loved watching Black Panther. I mean, even me watching Black Panther, all I kept thinking about, man, was, I want this. When, like, like <laughs> yeah, when I watched, yeah. when I watched Coco, uh, the Pixar movie Coco, I was like, wow, this is a beautiful movie. When do I get to see this? Right. And the first instance we get was like Mulan. I'm like, I, no, this, oh, this God. is not it. I mean, I would say Raya, even though I'm not Southeast Asian. Oh, um, I loved Raya. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I loved Raya, and I loved the impact that had Moana to some degree. Uh, yep. You know, and you know, it's if it, you know, we're getting to this, you know, this Asian territorialism yeah, yeah. now. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, I I don't think I feel the same way about Shang Chi as I did, as uh, you know, as I think the African American community felt about Wakanda, uh, Black Panther. Um, but I'm certainly glad. I, I certainly am happy. And, you know, I wonder if my score is also colored by the fact that, you know, I, throughout the whole movie, it was like, okay, this isn't bad. This isn't bad. This isn't bad. <laughs> and so maybe I'm elevated higher. But no, I, if I think about it, it's just, no, I really love this movie. And, and I could watch those fight scenes over and over again. They're just so beautifully done. Right. Really good. I mean, you, you even, even away the bamboo scaffolding scene, it's yeah. like, I've seen that a lot. And to kind of have, you know, the camera up close and out, you know, hovering around the scaffolding that you never got in those, you know, in traditional martial arts movies was right. made that even better. Yeah. I mean, you could see like, that's the thing about getting somebody who knows, like you could tell he could, he watched those movies growing up. Yeah. I mean, Jackie Chan has a fight scene where he's fighting people on bamboo scaffolding, right? Yeah. yeah. If oh, rush watch, hour two for one for, for that. Right, 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 there you go. <laughs> but then, like, hours, yeah. But then he's done it before, though. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but then you know, using the jacket as a weapon mm-hmm. that that's happened in you know Rumble in the Bronx that happened yeah. in a lot of his movies where he uses the jacket or anything around him as a weapon. Yeah. Right. Well, like, I always say that uh, Rumble in the <clears throat> Bronx is Jackie Chan singing in the rain. Um, it, he he not only fights but he uses the environment to fight. Uh, the pinball room, you know, the, uh, you know, even on the hovercraft, for some reason, he was able to just have a good fight scene on that. Right. That's right. That's right. You know, but, but every location, uh, he was able to find new things to, to, to accentuate just a simple fight scene. Basically. Right. But he would use the environment to escape Absolutely. or use it as a weapon. So like when they did that bus scene, mm-hmm. you know, they had, that was like, I felt like I was watching a Jackie Chan movie on a big budget screen, yeah. you know, because like, because, you know, he was, jumping in between the handlebars or whatever and using those as weapons or using them to escape, right. And using them to hit people with or, or pulling them together where their heads hit the thing. That was like straight out of a Jackie Chan movie. Like remember when he was, uh, um, what movie was that? Was it police story that he did it on the bus? Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I mean, he's done it so many times. Yeah. You know, like the first police story when he's fighting in the playground and he uses like the swings and all that other seesaw. Um, use, so, use the things around you. So like yeah. I was, I yeah, was thinking a lot of Jackie Chan in that, in that scene because of he was using that tight, tight quarters surrounding to, to, to win the fight. Yeah. And, and I, and I like the fact that it wasn't, you know, the fight scenes weren't CG heavy either. I, I think they were doing, you know, uh, they were elevating the wire food type, uh, mm. type fighting. And that's, yeah. you know, and I really like the fact that they held to that. Yeah, but they did it in a good way. It didn't look like Mulan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it barely did in Mulan. All right. 
<laughs> All right. So, hey, thanks. Thanks a lot for joining. This is this is great. Yeah, we, this, we, this is fun. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. we got to talk about it. And uh, yeah, uh, tell us about your podcast real fast. So, uh, BJ, you remember all the stuff better than I do. I remember nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's just I'm just sitting here like I'm just I'm a big fan, so I'm just like listening. I like I like listening to people talk. Um, so yeah, we are Chew on this Energy United podcast, and we're on all the socials. So we're uh, at Chew on this pod for Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook at Chew on this podcast. Uh, I think that's our email as well. Chew on this podcast at gmail dot com. Um, you can find us on iTunes and. Pretty much Spotify, Spotify, yeah. any major, I think, podcasting uh, app were there. All so right. you can find us. <laughs> okay, well, great. I'm, I'm glad we got to do this. Uh, you know, yeah, this I was awesome. Was Absolutely. Okay, so, uh, so yeah, be sure to like, subscribe, comment below, tell us what you thought of Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. And with that, let's get out of here. <laughs>